0: What's up, everybody? It's your host, Ish, and welcome to the seventh segment of the Ish Condition podcast. The restart of the NBA season is officially less than two weeks away. Commissioner Silver, you officially deserve a Nobel Peace Prize for pulling this off. This guy has really helped erase the stigma that all people who run sports are terrible. And yes, Roger Goodell, I'm talking about you. Silver has always been ahead of the curve. He banned Donald Sterling after his racial outburst, and after the death of George Floyd, is allowing players on each team the opportunity to replace their last name with a message that supports Black Lives Matter. All in all, the NBA has done a great job giving its players the opportunity to fight for positive change. Today, over the phone, I'm joined by one of my friends and Palisades basketball star Cameron Mahmoody Cameron, what's going on? What's up? How you doing, bro? How you doing? How you doing, great. It's good to hear from you, man. uh, I'm
1: excited for the Lakers to to, uh, embark on their destiny to number 17. And uh, I've been saying it all year long, number 17 is on the way. And um, I don't care. Nothing is stopping my team. And I'm just so excited
0: for July 30th when we played Los Angeles Clippers for the fourth time. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be an awesome game, bro. I'm just excited that the NBA is back. It's just, it's, it's good to have basketball yeah. back. It's good to have sports back, and um, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm really excited. Hopefully, everything works out. Um, so today, Cam and I will be discussing the intricacies of the NBA bubble, as well as how players and teams are going to be affected by the bubble life. So before we kind of get into the questions, uh, Cam, I just want to talk about how the bubble is gonna work. So basically. The NBA bubble is located in the Disney Resort in Orlando, Florida. 22 teams have been invited to participate, and the teams will be assigned to one of the three deluxe hotels based on current standings in each conference. When teams actually arrive on campus, they will first be tested for coronavirus in one of the testing rooms, and then after that, they'll be asked to go to their rooms, where meals will be delivered to the player and staffs, yeah, and and staff, and then, um... They'll be basically they're going to be quarantined for the first 48 hours once they clear the two coronavirus tests, and then after players and staff are tested, they'll be given an armband which essentially acts as like a room key, and that's basically how they're going to be able to enter in through the players' players lounge, and um, it's it's all it's just contactless, so you just put up the you put up the armband next to the room key, and it just it opens right away. Barbers, manicurists, and pedicurists will actually be available to the players. And they're going to have access to a lounge where there are games such as ping pong and arcade games. And um, if a player leaves the campus, there's a mandatory quarantine period, which lasts at least 10 days. And uh, so basically, Team. access to all the attractions. Like yes, Disney yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. That's right. That's right. They have access to the golf courses, uh, Disney Kingdom. Like was born on the fly. And then, like, I just saw
1: Dwight Howard and McGee, and, Like, they were, like, at the water park.
0: Funny. Yeah, 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 they're at the... Oh, yeah, that's right. They have access to the pools and everything. That's right. Uh, thank you for that. Um, so, basically, teams will have seven courts to practice on, but if they want to get up extra shots or schedule a pickup game, they have to schedule an appointment in order to make that happen. So, basically, like Cameron said, um, that's kind of how the bulb is going to work. There's very strict rules, and um, you just... You, you got you to be able to follow it. We all have to stay disciplined in order, from, in order to make this happen. Um... So now that I've explained the bubble, Cam, let's jump into my first question. So I got to ask you, bro, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the food? What are your thoughts on the food?
1: Okay, so I, I first, when I saw my first glimpse of it, I think it was Troy Daniels who posted a picture of his food first. I was like, oh my God, like even when I go on like my AAU like road trips, like we don't eat that bad. And I was like, oh, my God. But then, like, like more photos started because, like, Montrezl Harold like, put out with, like, a really bad photo. But then, like, Matisse Ibule of the 76ers, um, he's, like, doing, like, a YouTube vlog thing of his life at the bubble. And then, like, I saw his news, and they they gradually are getting better. But here's what I'm seeing, and here's what I'm hearing. Um, Once the players finish their mandatory quarantine... The Houston Rockets owner owns, like, seven of, like, eight restaurants, like, around, like, that players are allowed to order food from. Really? Yeah. So, I saw P.J. Tucker posted a picture of food on the story.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. A
1: big ribeye steak and, like, lobster and mac and cheese. And I was like, okay, like, if this is what the bubble is, like, that looks, he's eating better than I do, like, on my birthday. (laughs) um, if it's like that, then players should take advantage of, like, the resources they have, but I think the bad food period was just for the mandatory quarantine, but I think players are now fine. They can order from, like, all those restaurants, and, um, I think they'll end up being fun with with the food situation.
0: Yeah, wait, so I actually did not know that. So, the Rockets owner is, um, I think his name is Tim Ferteta. Um, he, I didn't know that he owns the restaurants around that area, so you're telling me that, like, Right now, the Rockets are allowed to order from those restaurants. So that's why PJ Tucker's meal all looks so teams, good.
1: All the teams are allowed to order. All the teams are
0: allowed to order. Oh, okay, cool, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. So, like,
1: um, the Florida, Florida's getting really
0: bad. Like, yeah, the cases are Florida definitely gets, rising, bro. Like, I saw CNN. I saw
1: something on CNN today, and they were saying Miami. is like, let me, I have it right here. It says Miami is now the coronavirus epicenter as cases surge like they're saying what they saw in wuhan where the case where the virus started they're in miami now and uh i don't know maybe i don't really want to talk politics here
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um it it,
1: it it has to do with someone being stupid and arrogant and not making the right decisions.
0: yeah um so yeah, Cam, thank you for sharing that about the rockets. I did not know that. I didn't know that the guy, the owner owned seven restaurants in that area. That's I did not, I definitely did not know that. That's definitely helpful information. But um you know, obviously after looking at pictures of the food via Instagram and Snap, um I wouldn't describe it as great, but however, you have to understand that the hotel staff is delivering at least 50 plus pre-cooked meals on cafeteria trays to each player and coach. So therefore, since the food is spe- not specifically made for each person it's not supposed to be a five-star meal based on the circumstances i think the food is solid and it'll definitely satisfy the players appetites so that's just my opinion like you have to understand like the circumstances of this whole situation are so crazy um you got to have low expectations going in honestly like the food isn't great but it's not bad but it'll also satisfy the caloric intake of the players because the team nutritionists, like help help they helped like create the menu, so obviously there's some. I mean, obviously it's 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 gonna benefit them, but it's not gonna be like a like it's not gonna taste great, but it'll do its job. I'm pretty,
1: I'm pretty
0: pissed off though. There's one thing I wanted to see in the bubble and I have not seen yet. It was skinny Jokic. We have not seen a good oh, skinny Jokic yet. That's true. That's true. Um, is he wait? Wait, what was he's you? in Serbia. He's in Serbia, bro. Yeah, he's in Serbia right now. Um, I know he's asymptomatic. Hopefully, once he fully recovers and gets cleared, he'll be able to travel to Orlando. I don't I wonder if lost a whole other person. I wonder if that's going to affect him in any way. Anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think, I mean, we'll see. It's Dude, like, this whole, like, the whole, like, NBA hiatus, like, it's it's totally, like, leveled the playing field now. Because, like, there's no momentum. Everybody kind of, I mean, there's like a lot of teams that are in it. Like, I think before it was really going to be like the Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks. But now since like quarantine hit, it's, everybody's going to react differently to it. So it's kind of level, it's kind of in a way like level the playing field, but also maybe some teams have, have seen this as advantageous. Um, but yeah, it's definitely crazy. It's it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be exciting when basketball comes back. It's really for sure. the hardest,
1: this is going to be the hardest championship, like, to ever win. I think.
0: Yeah, it's definitely gonna to be tough, for sure. For sure. I definitely agree with you. Um I mean, just like talk about like, the circumstances like
1: leaving home, leaving your family, leaving everything behind, and staying in a hotel room for three months. And it's not like the league is weaker. But this is the best, most balanced NBA we've seen in probably the last decade. It's gonna it's gonna be insanely hard. Considering the talent on every team, and like just everything they have to go through, I don't know. It's this is going to be the hardest one for sure. So props whoever
0: wins it. Hopefully, it's my Lakers. Yeah, that no, that's you've definitely brought up some good points, Cam. Um, So now I kind of want to switch gears and talk about and kind of introduce our next question: is um, Do you think the players will be able to follow the rules from July to October?
1: No, because I go on J.R. Smith's live, and someone asked him, How do you feel about the ring that they're going to issue all the players? And the first thing that comes out of JR's mouth is, I'm not
0: wearing no uh, equitive ring. So, uh. Oh, man. I don't, I,
1: don't, I don't know. So, like, hopefully they do. Hope. Like I'm seeing all the technology that they're coming up with. Like they have like a little thing that like beeps if you're more than six feet, like like if you're like more than six feet apart from each other, so like I don't I don't know. Like hopefully they do. I'm just praying that everything works out and we can just see uh we can see the and the season play out.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um anyway, I mean it's it, that's such a, that's it's such a classic J. R. Smith moment. I mean he's such a crazy personality. I love how the NBA asked him to go off his live right, like right as he enters the league. He just he wreaks havoc. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> he, starts, he
1: immediately starts talking crap about the dude
0: <laughs> the NBA tells him to get off live. That's oh my god! Hilarious. He is a na- he is a national treasure. He really is. Um, Double, Double switch is, is
1: gonna be. A, is gonna help us a lot though, so I'm
0: happy. Yeah, um, you know what? In my opinion, I think the veteran players will do a good job of following the rules because they lack the desire to go out and party. I think the guys in their late 20s, early 30s, like they're accustomed to living like a simple lifestyle and therefore the bubble necessities will adequately satisfy their free time. However, when it comes to breaking the rules, I'm worried about the young guys. Don't get me wrong, I think most of them will be able to follow the rules for like the first couple of weeks. But after 21 days, they're gonna be yearning for a life outside of the bubble. And also, all of these guys love to party, and since most of them are single, they also love to hang out with women. So I think it's just gonna to be tough for them, you know, to stay disciplined. And like the bubble activities are great, but I'm telling you, man, they're they're go- I wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna sneak some women in. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they break the rules and stuff. You no, know? aren't they? Aren't they allowed to?
1: Aren't they? I saw, aren't they like after the playoffs? Or something, like, when the amount of teams, like, decrease.
0: Aren't they a lot start bringing, like, friends Yeah, they. I, I believe they can bring in family, but that's not for, like, a while. That's not till, like, that's not till, like, September. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the, the young guys, like, Kuzma, I'm watching out for you, Kuzma. I, I saw you go on that date with Vanessa Hudgens. Like, I'm worried about him, bro. I'm worried. Book, Book was, Book was around with Kendall Jenner. I'm worried about Book. Yeah, bro. Yeah, all the, I'm telling you, man. I'm worried about the I'm worried about the young guys. Or the man, or the man himself, Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh I'm man. About the Phoenix Suns. Oh man. The Phoenix Suns
1: can be in a lot of
0: trouble. That's true. That's true. I mean, I, it's just like it's just that's like how like at that age you just want to have fun, you know? Like you're just you have like this so much constant energy, and it's and going out and partying in a way, yeah. And going out and partying in a way is like a great stress reliever for those guys. Um, it's just it's going to be tough to stay disciplined like it's just going to be tough But they know that they they can't just do it for themselves They got to do it for the team and the organ because they're representing the organization, you know They got to stay disciplined for the organization
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so you know after talking about that, um, I want to jump into our fourth question And this is what it is. It's how long do you think it will take players to get back into game shape?
1: Next week, the Lakers play the Mavericks. Next week, they have about I don't know, like three or four scrimmages games. Um, honestly, I'd say probably by like the end of the eight-game like playing thing. I think by the end of that, they'll be good to go. Um, cause like. Oh, yeah. I think by the end of that, they'll be good to go. Like, the intensity is going to pick up. Teams. I'm just, I don't know, Like, Damien, like, if you're, especially if you're playing the Blazers, like, Damien's going to make you, like, realize, like, this is all or nothing. Or, like, I don't know. Like, teams are going to bring the intensity. So, that's, like, the biggest difference between, like, starting now than, like, starting normally in October. Like, starting now, like, teams know, like, this is all or nothing. Like, it's wide open. Anyone can win. So, I think. From honestly, I, I, I'll, I'll from day one, day one that they're going to be in the intensity. But um, I'll say, face to face but like day eight, that the, the, uh they're out. It's going to be, it's going to be
0: like back to normal. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, obviously during the hiatus, we saw guys like Jokic and Zion. They were able to get into incredible shape as they as they both lost weight and gained muscle. However, getting back into game shape is a different ball game, as most of these guys have had very little access to a court, and they didn't even have the opportunity to scrimmage against other guys. So, since these guys are one of the fittest people, on wait, what was that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's an all-star, and he hasn't even touched a basketball. But uh, you know, since these guys are one of the fittest people on the planet, I think they need at least three weeks of training ga- training camp, and like you said, some exhibition games in order to get back into game shape. And also, since the trainers are allowed to be with the players, they'll have the opportunity to, like, ice their joints and take care of their bodies so they'll be able to go back to practice the next day and perform at the highest level. Um, Even though they might get back into game shape by the end of the July, I don't think we're going to start watching elite basketball until the end of the first round of the playoffs. I think, like, the first round of the playoffs is just going to be a little sloppy. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it can't be, but, like... uh,
1: I... I have not seen a Lakers playoff game I was in the third grade. And I just want, I'm just like urging for, like, I was supposed to already see, I was already, like, to, the season's supposed to be over by now. I don't know what it is. But, like, I'm just urging just, like, for there to be, like, a seat. Like, I'm, I'm just so happy basketball back. I don't care when they get back to the like, best. I'm just excited to see um 22 teams playing for a championship. And I'm, I'm ecstatic.
0: Yeah, hopefully, dude, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everything goes through. Um, wait, the last time the Lakers were in the playoffs, they lost in five to the Thunder, right? Four. We lost, we lost, we lost sweat. You guys got sweat? In the first round, 2013. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spurs, Spurs. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. That was, was game, that was such a disaster, dude. I, want, I, was a, I was at games three and four, and I have not
1: been. So depressed as a Lakers
0: fan. Like, yeah, Kobe tore his Achilles like two weeks before, right?
1: Yeah, since Kobe, Kobe was
0: on a chair. I he know, was, like, dude. He Conference Player of the Month. He was yeah. like
1: 28 a game. Kobe was on a
0: chair. Yeah, he People, dude. When
1: well, we were going into the playoffs, because it's obviously, Kobe and Dwight did not work out first. But like they started to click a little bit. We were getting, like, we beat Katie and Westbrook's Thunder. We got some big wins like going into the Going into the postseason, and then then, goddamn Kobe tears the Achilles. Probably, yeah, um, saddest day of my life when Kobe tears the Kobe tears Achilles, and um, yeah. then our playoff folks just got destroyed, and um, I don't know. And then like you could tell, you saw the team in the playoffs; like they just didn't want to be there, like
0: because yeah, they just lost all hope, dude. They knew that when Kobe was out. And I, I don't think I think Steve Nash got injured towards the end of the season as well. Like, you guys were just done. And Dwight was injured throughout the whole season as well. It was a and shit then, yeah, show. It was I, awful. My God, it was terrible.
1: And then like I've been suffering ever since, and it have been swept in, like, four years against in I've been suffering since it's been seven years now. But finally the day has come where the Lakers are uh, competing again, and
0: the uh, the league always the league is always better when the and both the are, uh, yeah that, that's 100 percent true 100 we just need now all we need is the Knicks to do well which is a freaking miracle yeah oh man dude I don't e- I I don't even want to talk about that bro it's such a mess it's it's a disgrace to be a bulls fan right now honestly it's the, it's like it's an emotional roller coaster bro yeah oh, bro um, so now, let's, I want to jump into this next question. Uh, this is definitely an interesting one. I want to see what you think. So, obviously, we know, like, the hiatus, you know, guys not playing for three months. It's definitely changed a lot of things. So, I got to ask you, who's the biggest sleeper team right now? Portland. Crazy.
1: Portland. Portland Portland's, Portland's making the playoffs. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared. First round. I'm, I'm honestly... I'm scared that uh that uh Portland's gonna give us a run for our money, which they, they most likely will. With everyone like Game was injured. Game was injured. He was injured um before the hiatus. He had the like, I don't know what it was, but he he was he was injured. He
0: was missing games. And yeah, he no, he got yeah, he got like, yeah, he. Well, he was injured during the All Star break, but when he came back, he was he was ridiculous. Like he was like averaging like 34. Seven and five, like it was unbelievable. Like he was single-handedly carrying them.
1: I'm I'm scared of that team. And then also, I really think Dallas is gonna, Dallas is gonna turn
0: heads. Oh, that's
1: true. They can take, they can with a healthy KP, and like I don't know, everyone's rested up on that team. I honestly think they can really give the Clippers a run for their money.
0: That's true. They I, they definitely can for they, sure. They
1: they can get they can take I want, they can take the Clippers to
0: six maybe even seven games. They have a chance. Yeah, but the role players on Dallas got to step up in order for that to happen. Like Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. Like he he's been having a good season. Like he needs to he needs to be there when it comes crunch time. Powell needs to be there when it comes. Powell Powell out be for the rest of the comes, season.
1: Oh really? Yeah, he Man,
0: ruptured his Achilles. Awesome. He ruptured his Achilles. Really? Yeah, he ruptured his Achilles like Damn. two months ago, yeah. Like right before the hiatus. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, Dallas and then uh, Miami. In the East, kid, Miami. Oh yeah, Miami. That's a good one too. Um you know what? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh you know what? Like if like as like if I were to be a Lakers fan, like Honestly, like I wouldn't be that worried about Portland because they have their perimeter defense is awful because they lost Trevor Ariza Carmelo can't play perimeter defense Whiteside's a good paint defender, but you just it's it's gonna be the like on offense It's just you guys got to just negate their backcourt. You guys just got to like if because if they're like you just guys Have to be able to cont- like try and contain McCollum and Lillard We just got to contain Damian Lillard I like, know We can't
1: have Damian Lillard going like OKC like Damian yeah. Lillard against us like we just need a whole game to. Yeah, that's my favorite player in the league. Like, if he like hurts for
0: like one yeah. game to do that, but like, yeah. we need to
1: hold him for like around thirty-five games. That's even impossible. And then um, um Miami, I love. Miami, I love the this Miami Heat. Jimmy. I love the Heat too, bro. I love that team. I love Jimmy
0: Butler, like top-five player in the league. I love Jimmy Butler so much, like. I love from that like, guy. Persona for like. To like the way he works hard. He's such a dog. He's, he's a dog. such a dog. I want oh, the penis
1: filled with dogs. Like, you got, you got Jimmy, you got Duncan Robinson, you got Kendrick Nunn. These are like all like late round or undrafted dogs. And then Facts. you got freaking Bam out of
0: Biome. Yeah, he's, he's a star. A dog. Tyler Hero. The balls on that kid is in <laughs> insane. Hero, bro. The, I... the, oh, the my God. pair that Tyler Hero
1: had to take the shots that he takes as a rookie and not only he takes them he makes them he makes the big shot to it's put true. the team ahead or tie the game i mean i love i love that
0: team a lot uh, yeah yeah dude I they they, they got a the lot of team dogs team bro do they there. got good vets they just got to put everything together honestly um but you know when it came for me to choosing the sleeper team this was definitely a tough one but i'm gonna have to go with the houston rockets uh after they dealt away capella and got covington in return I was definitely skeptical due to the fact that their interior defense would be compromised because P.J. Tucker, I love him, but he's only 6'5", and that would be their new center. Um, Even though they had a stretch in March where they lost four straight, the Rockets have proved me wrong with their versatile small ball lineup. During a stretch from February to March, the Rockets went 10-2. They were first in win percentage, they were third in offensive rating, and they were fourth in point differential. But most importantly, this small ball lineup unleashed MVP Westbrook. As he averaged 33.4 points per game, 7.3 rebounds, and six assists per game on fifty-four point nine percent from the field during the month of February, which is like insane for him because he's like that's better MVP West, but we know yeah. MVP was 54% from the field. That's nev- have- Dude, that's so it never happens, bro. He's so inefficient. Um, also, like, even though the Rockets are considered one of the worst rebounding teams in the league by averaging only forty-two rebounds per night. Their perimeter defense has been lethal as they can switch everything and they currently are averaging 8.5 steals per night. Many NBA critics, I want to talk about this, many NBA critics understand that James Harden is one of the best players in the game. However, during the playoffs, he's had a history of not coming through when it matters the most. This year, I think he'll be able to flip the script because he's had three months off to rest his body, he's lost weight, and, he's, and he has an MVP caliber player in Russell Westbrook to take some offensive load off of his shoulders. If Houston can hit their threes, and if Harden and Westbrook show up when it matters most, they can definitely make a run this postseason. If they're the four seed, and if I'm the Lakers, and if I see them in the second round, dude, I would actually be scared. I'm just going to tell you that right now.
1: Jeez. Yeah, we do, I mean, we do have, I don't know what we are, I think we're 1 and 1 against Houston, or 2 and 1 maybe. Um. But they beat us the last time we played, them. Um The first time they introduced the small ball lineup, actually.
0: Yes, Westbrook dropped, like, 44. It was crazy. Yeah,
1: they, they, they beat us at a home home court. But, yeah, I mean, the West
0: is just going to be insane. It really like, is, dude. It's so it's gonna crazy. Be,
1: it's going to be – even the East, like, I can, like – the Raptors can make the finals. The
0: Bucks can make the finals. Um, Celtics. Celtics can make the the Celtics are who I got making the finals. I, I think Celtics are coming out of the East. Okay, I respect that. But, so like, that's, like, the East is going to be the best we've seen in years, too. Cause like, that's true. There's no
1: LeBron. And then what LeBron is, it's um, heavy competition. So it's not going to be a cakewalk for anyone.
0: Exactly. I think the West is more crazy just because, like... Yeah, like it, the, is, for it, sure it is. Yeah. Because it, it's so tight between, like, the third seed and the sixth seed. Like the sixth seed can literally become the third seed, and then they're gonna have the play-in tournament too, because Washington's like out of it. They're out of it because Bradley Beal's out for the rest of the season. Uh, he has like shoulder surgery for basically carrying the whole team for the the whole season. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, dude, it's gonna be so interesting. I honestly, I would love to see the Pelicans is as the eighth seed going and like Zion versus LeBron in the first round. I think that'd be so exciting for the fans. But I honestly, I think like like you said, I think Portland's gonna end up being the eighth seed, dude. Because Lillard is so locked in right now; it's crazy. Like he's this he he's a, he's a man on a mission, dude. I love this guy.
1: Damian Lillard, 2021 Lakers. Damian Lillard, please. If you're Damian Lillard, if, you are, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, <laughs> you are my favorite player in the NBA, and I am known to be the biggest Laker fan among. Uh, people that I know and I just will I'm telling you right now that I will welcome you with the most open arms ever and it would be an honor to have you play on the Staples Center floor and I love you so much everyone who knows me knows how much I love you cause you res- alright one more thing I think Damian Lords is the one that resonates with Kobe Bryant the most in the NBA right now so Interesting. that's why he's my favorite player wow but yeah get, Zay, please come. I'm waiting for you. I mean, it's funny. Like the the the, the game we play after Kobe Bryant died. Like yeah, the Lakers
0: I'm you
1: what the heavy are playing with a heavy heart. You think the Lakers are like like LeBron to to go
0: off to like fifty and like beat the Portland Trailblazers? That was a crazy game, game, bro. Like, game is like screw
1: everyone. I, I'm gonna come into Staples on the night of Kobe's like celebration and everything, on the night where, like, there's an hour pre-game ceremony, I'm like, come to the Staples, drop 40-something, and come out with
0: a W. I know, like, dude, it was crazy. No what
1: the circle, like, that, that's the biggest tribute you can pay to Kobe. By doing that,
0: yeah. like that type of environment, under those circumstances, that's the most Kobe thing ever. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Just um, to, to rip the hearts out of Laker fans even more. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was... That was like he was he he was definitely playing with a heavy heart. I know him, him and Kyrie, Kyrie especially was Giannis. really close with Kobe. Giannis was really close. Like I feel like there's so many different players in the league that like mo- like that like model Kobe. You know I feel like Westbrook would... That, that, with that his- was the great thing about Kobe though. like he has open arms to like teach the young like players
1: like how to like survive.
0: Yeah, dude, the there's like, so dude, many, like,
1: man. Tatum, Kobe was
0: yeah, Tatum, all those guys. Tatum, Kawhi, Hunter PG. Yeah. Yeah. He just had such an impact, dude. Like I, I still can't believe he's gone. Like it doesn't feel real. It's I, so I, crazy. I wake up. I wake up
1: some mornings and I can't believe that like I live in a world without Kobe
0: Bryant. Like yeah. President. Yeah, dude. I, I can't even imagine because you're like a diehard fan too. So.
1: Yeah, it, 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 like, breaks my heart, like, every time, like, I see it, like, I tear up, like, every time, like, I don't know why people still do this, but, like, I would just see videos on my feed, like, the saddest moments of 2020, is the first thing you speak Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, Diamond, I, I don't even want to say the words, but, like, yeah, I know, man. yeah it's, it, it was, it was terrible.
0: Yeah, I really was. um So, yeah, uh, actually, I gotta, so I wanna, why the hell
1: would you fly when you can't, like even 10 feet. oh I wake up that morning and the first thing I notice is that it's foggy as hell
0: outside yeah like I can't even
1: see I don't even have visibility like from like myself to like five feet away from me
0: uh, I, don't, it's, I know uh, dude and you live up in the highlands too so you have like a good view yeah. of like it was annoying dude I, I oh, man I, 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 I yeah it was so crazy on that that morning that day was just so like insane it was, it was just like bad vibes. Yeah, so oh, I got to ask you this, though. So yesterday, Rajan Rondo got injured. I think he injured – did he injure his hand? Is that what happened? Yeah, he injured his hand. He had, so, he, he had these hand problems. He, he, I he know, man. something in his hand. He's out six to eight weeks, and I got to ask you, how how is this going to affect the Lakers in the long run? I got to ask you. Okay, it's
1: gonna, we're going to be fine because Vogel said he's going to be back late first round, second round, possibly um because like that's when we need rondo the most to be honest
0: yeah exactly when it
1: comes like playoff yeah
0: playoff rondo I think, he's
1: gonna catch his, I think he's gonna catch his stride during the second round and then like when it's like late western conference finals and then even in the finals like he's gonna really be rolling but like i mean we got some great guards like who when they want to be like effective what like they are effective like when Deion Waiters is on his game, when with Deion's with day, like, Dion is going to be great, JR is just, oh my god, I can't believe freaking JR is in the, <laughs> the Lakers. Anyway, when JR wants to play, um, when JR wants to be smart and um, play good D and hit open shots, and JR is great, but like, we're talking about a point guard here. We lost a point guard. That's like, yeah, that's where like, I'm, that's like we're catching me off guard because Deion is Dion and junior can't just go in and replace Rondo. Yeah,
0: they're scoring they're guards. Primary, they're scorers.
1: They're not primary ball handlers. So the first thing that comes into my mind is Caruso. But Caruso is... Caruso is a point guard, but, like, Caruso's more like a combo He's guard. He's a combo like, guard. He be, like, pretty much everything. He's, like, yeah. an all-around, like, guy. But, I mean, this has been a sleeper all season, and I do not know why Frank Vogel doesn't... I, I honestly wanted. to this man to be split like splits in this Rondo. Because this man plays so hard. He gives it 110% every time he's on the board. He makes shots. He makes the right play. He has a tremendous battle like you. And that's Quinn Cook. Yeah. Quinn Cook needs to play. Quinn Cook has the experience. Quinn Cook's been in the finals. Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook has won a championship. Quinn Cook knows what to do. Yeah, this and is I'm his on, chance. And I'm so excited. I'm looking so forward. To having Quinn Cook play because Quinn Cook is a baller, and I, I mean I hated seeing him on the bench so much. And every time Quinn Cook would come in the game, he would make an impact. but I'm excited to see that that uh, backboard duo, Quinn Cook, and then like all our other guards. Like yeah. Beyond Jr. Caruso I'm so excited to see Caruso again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be different, but I'm
0: looking forward to it. Yeah, honestly, dude, like with Quinn Cook. I feel like throughout the whole year like he didn't really have the opportunity to like play in the games cuz he just didn't fit in the rotation cuz you guys had so many guards. But you know with Rondo, he's kind of digressed the last 2 years. Obviously when he was in New Orleans and when he was in the playoffs when they swept Portland, like he was awesome. He was averaging close to a triple double. But the thing with Rondo, even though he's a great ball handler and an awesome floor general, he's a he's at times in the half court offense he's a liability because he can't shoot. He's like a 30% three point shooter. And on like three or four attempts a game. He it's still a liability. He's still a liability. And he's and he's lost his athleticism. I mean, he's he's had like knee problems throughout his career. He tore his ACL one year. He's had, like you said, in the last two years, like with the Lakers, he's had two hand injuries and a thumb injury. Like he's so injury prone. And the thing about him, like, even though he's a good defender and he has great hands, he's at times like a really lazy defender. And I think Caruso uh, Dion Waiters and JR. Like, I honestly, I think those are going to be like better defenders and better fits. Like when it comes to the playoffs, because LeBron's going to be the primary ball handler and all those guys can spot up and hit the three. And they're also like big bodies. Like all those guys are like six, three, six, four, JR six, five, and they can all defend. And also I think Quinn cook, even though he's not like a floor general, like Rondo, he's an incredible three point shooter. And he's, and he's, had that final experience and he's been able and he's also shown that he can hit big shots in big moments so all these guys like this is these are their this is their chance to step up like I think Deion Waiters like he like dude this can be like him and Quinn Cook like this can be a huge moment for them like this is why the Lakers signed Deion Waiters for him to like step up and come off the bench and create some offense when it matters most I think he could do that better than Rondo I love Deion
1: I love Deion Waders so much like
0: I've loved him before, he became the like, he wants the Lakers, like, he's, he's a dog. Yeah, God I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm he is. That. Yeah, exactly. Like, even though he has some attitude problems, I think right now he's so <laughs> locked in. Like, he, like, I mean, I, I've, like, looked at the IG stories, he's bonding with the teammates. Him and Quinn Cook are, like, brothers now. Um, you know, I just, he's really locked in, he, and he wants Can't to win a championship. KCP, is gonna be
1: playing he's been on the
0: wall shooting the ball oh yeah kcp yeah but he's not going to be like a he's not going to be like a ball handler though he's going to be like a like a yeah once in a while i guess (laughs) yeah your backcourt's going to be fine it's just going to be it's just those guys have to step up now that they lost another guy they all got to step up and honestly, dude, like I don't think you guys need to sign like another free agent. Like I don't think you guys need to sign like Mario Chalmers or yeah, anything. Yeah, you guys are good. We're good. You guys are definitely good. It's gonna be. I don't want like
1: we got we got two new faces in the locker room, and like those are two well known and like personable, charismatic faces. I don't want I don't really want and like Mario Chalmers and Le- LeBron had beef in Miami.
0: Yeah, so, like, that's true. I don't really want anything else. Yeah. They ended up working out well in the end, but there was definitely some friction between those guys. And also, you guys have such great chemistry right now. JR, honestly, even though he is a head case at times, he's really fitting in with his Laker teammates. Him and McGee are tight, I could tell. I just think I think you guys will be fine. You guys will be fine. It obviously sucks to lose Rondo, because we all know that playoff Rondo is a different animal, but uh, I, you guys are going to be fine. I think you guys are going to be fine.
1: We got, we got playoff Rondo. And uh, I'm excited to see how Anthony Davis embraces and shines like under like being on a contending team for the first time in his
0: career. Exactly. Uh, okay. This is his chance, dude. This is his chance to like win a championship. He's got. He's gonna have to step up when, especially when it, when you guys play the Clippers, because nobody, I repeat, nobody on the Clippers can guard Anthony Davis. So that's his chance to step up and. Take you guys to the NBA Finals to possibly match I up with Milwaukee. The
1: problem with the that we fall asleep and it gets on my nerves. Like,
0: yeah, that's true. We'll be up, we'll
1: be up like 8, 10, even you know, like 12 points, and then like 3rd quarter comes and we just fall
0: asleep. Yeah, Christmas like, Day, that's what happened. That, that's literally know, like, what happened. Quiet,
1: quiet hitting, you can't fall asleep against the Clippers. Yeah. Like, there's a man by the name of Kawhi Leonard and a man by the name of Lou Williams would just hit shot after shot after shot. Yeah. Go to the free throw line. Make all their free throws. And it's so annoying. Like, I was I was in Staples Center opening night and in Christmas Day, especially opening night. I was really punching air when I see Ru Williams and Kawhi Leonard just hitting these shots after shot. I was getting so
0: pissed off. I know, man. Like, they
1: need us. They can't fall asleep. And those two games... The Lakers got out on the front. The Lakers were balling. The Lakers were up. And then, like, we just fall
0: asleep and we let go. We let exactly. It exactly. So. You guys, yeah. Like, I think in the first two matchups, especially on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, you guys fell asleep. You guys went up big at the end of the half. Davis barreled into Kevin Hart. And you guys were all having fun. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you guys were all, like, just chilling with K-Hart. Whatever. But I knew. Like, you guys just you fell asleep. And then the third quarter... Kawhi Leonard just—he basically went to Terminator mode, and uh you guys what? lost. Kawhi, was but in the third matchup, you guys and didn't Ron, fall asleep, so. What
1: are you doing, bro? But like, also, he did like he did hurt his groin in the beginning of the game.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: He did hurt he his going. Maybe that affected him like not going to the basket. But anyways, it's the regular season. It's behind us. Now Now is what matters. I can't wait for July 30th. We're going to tie the series 2-2. Head into the playoffs, tie that 2-2. And make that team win.
0: Exactly, dude. Exactly. So, you know, first off, I'd like to thank my special guest, Cameron Mahmoodi for coming onto to the show today. Cameron, thank you. Um no problem, also, most importantly, thank you guys for so much for tuning into this segment of the podcast. I know these last couple of months have been crazy, but we can get through this by thinking positively and helping others in need. Also, I would like to give a shout out to my boy Deacon. Guys, please check out the song Long Run by Nina Nesbitt. Deacon was responsible for producing this song. His beats are awesome. It was it was honestly such a great song. I
1: did not Hey Deacon, if
0: you're listening, more
1: tune, more life, more
0: everything. See you, my brother. Exactly. And also, like, it's just, ladies, I just need you to, I just need to know if you're in it for the long run. I just need to know. I need to know. I mean, that that song is just like, it's it's just Like Chris Bridges said, he's Jose Loyal. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. Um, but hey, dude, it was a great song. Big things are coming for this guy. Hey,
1: it was amazing and then we got that new talented Drake dropping
0: on Friday oh yes sir that's right Two that's right Khaled and Drake on Friday boys Aubrey Graham, baby. Wait. Aubrey Aubrey he's got the beats he's got the beats um everyone yes, please stay sir. safe and not only does it feel good to have sports back it feel goes it feels good to have the NBA back in session thank you guys and for my soccer
1: fans soccer back it's rolling Champions League August 8th it's, it's great. It's a great summer to be alive and to watch sports from, from your couch. It's great.
0: Exactly. All right. Peace, everybody. All right.
1: See you.